Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please ensure your spirits are in the fully upright and locked position. We've been cleared for launch. Ten, nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Good morning and welcome to the launch pad. I'm your host, Pastor Nevin Hirschberger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Pastor Dina. Good morning, Rim Country. And we're so glad you've decided to join us this morning for another installment of the launch pad. We're really glad you've decided to join us for the next 30 minutes of your day to be launched into your destiny. The launch pad exists to give you foundational tools to help you move forward and onward in your destiny in God and not to get tripped up with some things that we generally sometimes do. But we're here this morning with a special guest. We're here with Jan Durst. She is the prayer coordinator for Gila County for the National Day of Prayer. Welcome, Jan. Hi, glad to be here today. Thank you. So we're going to talk today about the power of prayer, and we're going to be talking to Jan in depth about what she does for the National Day of Prayer, as well as what we can expect, because this is coming up onto the, the season, or the week actually, of the National Day of Prayer, and so we're bringing awareness to that today. So, Pastor Dina, why is prayer so important? Well, I think that as we look at prayer it it encourages us, right, Jan? Yes, it does. <laughs> and so as we go through the different segments today, we're going to be talking with Jan, but I'd like to start off with telling the listener, Jan, if you could tell the listener um, some details about where this is going to be happening, along with give us some facts about the National Day of Prayer and what that organization actually stands for. Great, thank you. Yes. National Day of Prayer, this is the 65th year. Wow. And so it has been around uh, for several years, and we have had several different locations throughout the states. A lot of them have been um, held at Capitol buildings mm. of each state. Awesome. And uh, this year, there's a lot of different things going on. Uh, right now, for the Rim Country, we're representing Gila County. Okay. And as of last year, um, I oversaw that um, from Pastor Jerry Green. Okay. He has done that for 14 years here. Yay, wow. And so he gave me the uh, torch, if you will. Okay. And I accepted on the condition that he would bring me a running partner. I don't like <laughs> to do things alone. And so he brought Lois Johnson as an answer to prayer. Yay. And she said yes right away, so we were excited. Right, um, right. And, and really what you're saying in all of that is we're better together, right? Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so this year I have been asked to um, take on for the whole state mm. of the National Day of Prayer starting Congratulations. next Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and again, not wanting to do it alone. And so Lois has so diligently and wonderfully um, come alongside, and she is helping for the Gila County. County this year and wow. has done an exceedingly credible job. Wow. So what is the date this year of the National Day of Prayer? Good question. It's always the first Thursday. First Thursday in May. Okay. This year it's May 5th. Okay. For, for Rim Country listeners, where can they go? Can they participate in this? Um, 
tell tell the listener a little bit about where it's going to be held, the time frames, and and kind of the layout so that they know how they can get involved. Good question. Yes, last year we actually did seven venues throughout just Gila County. Awesome. And so it was at schools, (laughs) it was at nursing homes, care centers, um, parks, at Star Valley Park, at the county clerk's office. This year, we have taken a little different turn, bringing unity. Uh, And so we are having it, thanks to you and your assistance in that, at the Messengers Chapel. Yes. And that is at 901 South Westerly Road. Mm-hmm. And um, we're very excited to see the body of Christ in Rim Country come together yeah. as one. Yeah. And so um, with that, we do pray for the seven mountain cultures, if you will, which is um, family, church, businesses, the media, government, military. And so we have an opportunity uh, to cry out to the Lord, mm-hmm. which happens to be uh, the scripture verse or theme for this year from Isaiah 58 1 which says cry aloud spare not lift up your voice like a trumpet Hallelujah. amen <laughs> amen <laughs> and so that's what we're hoping that people will come it's uh, we're making it conducive for people who work awesome um, so it'll come from uh, it will be from 12 to 1 p.m. one hour of prayer okay Awesome. And that's going to be held, like like Jan was saying, that's going to be held at Messenger's Chapel, which is 901 Southwesterly Road. So all you have to do is show up at noon to 1, and I, I understand there's actually going to be worship, a very small um, portion of worship, and then we will be praying. Um, and, and really... Your, your scripture, Isaiah 58.1, that's really a scripture of unity in, in and of itself. And so we just encourage you, if you're listening this morning, um, to stop on by, take your lunch break, and, and come on over and, and join us. We will, Pastor Nevin and I actually will be there, um, as well. And we're excited to be better together with you in, in, in this endeavor that we're, that we're embarking on. Um, so can you just share with us, National Day of Prayer Organization, what are some stats, what are some some things that maybe you could share with the listeners? Because it's like, okay, so we pray for an hour, but what's the outcome? Because this isn't just Gila County. This is uh, nationwide. Yes, yes, it is. Um, Tucson is having a humongous uh, get-together. Actually, it's going to be at the Tucson Convention Center. Ooh, awesome. And they're expecting thousands. Wow. And so it is all across our state of Arizona. We have 15 counties, and so all the counties, there is something going on. Everyone is excited. Everyone is coming out. This year is critical. Yeah. And so yeah. not only for the state of Arizona, there's somewhere that someone can go to be a part of lifting and crying out to the Lord for our country. Mm. So it is all over the United States. And um, it actually started um, in 1775 with the wow. first Continental Congress called for the National Day of Prayer. Wow. In 1863, Abraham Lincoln called for such a day. And President Reagan, in 1988, the law was amended and signed, designating the National Day of Prayer as the first 
Thursday in May. So we're excited yeah. uh, to see what God is doing in our nation for such a time as this. Amen, amen, amen. And so, um, you know, really... Everyone is called to pray. Amen. Uh, Nevin and I talked about this on last week's broadcast, how we don't have to serve God. We get to serve. And it's the same way with prayer. It, we don't have to pray. We get to pray because really what we're doing when we're praying is we are actually inviting heaven to come and invade earth. And, and we all know heaven is, is a, is a great place and, and we all dream of it, but actually the dream can come true right here and, and right now. That's right. Absolutely. And, and one thing I want to interject is, is the power of prayer and what better time in our nation's history or what better time than right now i mean we have a lot of unrest we have a lot of um, people that are that are very disenfranchised with what america's about and what better time to come together as as people of god of people of faith to really call on on heaven to bring to bring into effect what god has the plan god has for the nation for all everything that's going on so when we get back, we're going to continue our uh, talk on prayer and, and the importance of prayer and the power of prayer. And uh, we're just looking forward to what, what Jan has to say. And, and we want you, the listener, to, to return after these messages. Hi, I'm Pastor Nevin, and I'm the host of the Launchpad, and I'm going to invite you to an exciting seminar we're going to be having in May. It's called Discovering Who You've Always Been and Never Allowed to Be. There are things in your life that have blocked you from being everything you could be, and we're about that at the Launchpad, is making you who God created you to be. So if you're interested in this seminar, it is going to be Wednesdays in May. The first one is the 4th, the second one is the 18th, and the third one is the 25th. We look forward to seeing you. If you want more information, contact us at launchpad at cftmpayson.com. God bless. Hi, this is Pastor Nevin from the Launchpad, and we want to remind you that the National Day of Prayer is coming right around the corner. May 5th this year, which is the first Thursday of May every year, is the National Day of Prayer. And we want to remind you that you can be part of this, and it's going to be held at Messenger Chapel at 901 Southwesterly Road in Payson, Arizona. And it's going to be from 12 to 1 o'clock on that day. And we encourage you to come out on your lunch hour and to be part of a prayer movement that will shift the nation. Thank you and God bless. Welcome back to the Launchpad. I'm your host, Pastor Nevin Hirschberger. I'm here with, with my lovely bride, Pastor Dina. Good morning. And I'm also here with our special guest today, Jan Durst. She is the coordinator for the National Day of Prayer in Gila County. And we've been talking about the National Day of Prayer. We've been talking about the power of prayer and how important it is in our life. And just as a side note, I want to remind the listener that you can be involved in our show our show is your show. And so uh, feel free to email us at launchpad at cftmpayson.com. That's a great way for you to have part. Give us feedback. Give us subject matters that you might want us to discuss in the future. And all in all, we just want to connect with you because we are better together. So we're going to go back to talking about prayer and what it is to us. So let's launch into that there's a lot of people who cringe when we think about prayer especially audible prayer when we want to do this in a group or we whatever but even maybe in your private maybe maybe in the private time you feel kind of awkward you feel this is just not me but prayer is 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 a a prominent thing a necessity in the christian life am i right 
Yes, you are. And I have to tell you, prayer is not boring. I have gone on prayer cruises. Pizza, Ooh. prayer parties. I mean, it is Slumber fun. parties. Yes. You know, um, prayer is exciting. It is an yeah. exciting world of prayer, and it's not boring. And so it is. It's fun. It's adventurous. There's many, many different ways. And so just to encourage with what you're saying. Yeah. And so we're going to share just some thoughts on the power of prayer, and we're going to dive into many realms. So there's power in prayer. Yes. And so... Why don't you explain to us as listeners what the word actually even has to say about the power of prayer? Well, um, in God's word, it says it many, in many different places. Um, I don't recall the number, but, um, we take our example, of course, after Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the ones that is my favorite for the National Day of Prayer is 1 Timothy 2 1, mm-hmm. where it says, I urge then, Therefore, that request prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone and those in authority. And right mm. now, this is our time as yes. the body of Christ to raise our voice together for those who are in authority. That's right. And the authority actually starts at the home. Yeah. It starts at the home. It's in businesses. It's in um, our media. It's in the schools. Mm. And so authority, sometimes our culture has kind of disrespected authority. Yeah, yeah. So even more than ever, I believe this scripture that we pray for those in authority. Yes. For this is the will of God. Yeah, yeah. And actually, a lot of times we get so wrapped up in the negativity of the authority figure that you know whether it's a president or whether it's your boss and we get so wrapped up into the negativity that we can't even see the gold in that person and actually that that's a parable that it that talks about um buying the whole field for the treasure sometimes you have to buy the whole person to to get out to, to get the treasure out of that person. And so that has to do with prayer so that you can see the gold, the treasure in that person. Sometimes you have to buy the whole, the whole person. That's true. In, in order to, to get the treasure. Something that I want to just address, and that is we are a seven mountain culture. And this is a prominent example. This is a really big example of, of how we can have an influence in the mountains. Uh, Seven Mountain Theology or Seven Mountain Mandate is not dominionism. Uh, a lot of people might have heard that it's the same thing, but it's not. We believe that we are to influence the seven mountains, not necessarily be on top. Now, that could be that a Christian or a believer could be on top of that. But what better way to influence the family, to influence the government? We may not agree with the president at that's in power or the president that is coming into power. We may not agree with that, but rather than spend our time uh, degrading and demolishing him, the what better time to pray for him mm-hmm. because we can influence the very things that happen. And and really, along those lines, if we think about biblically speaking, where you know some people are saying, "Yeah, but you you know this guy, he's crazy. He doesn't know what he's doing." But let's look at Bible example. Uh, when you think of of Pharaoh and Joseph, we all are very familiar with 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 that with those guys, right? Right. right. Pharaoh's wicked. He's not. But who did God give the dreams to? He didn't give the dreams to to Joseph. He gave the dreams to. Pharaoh. 
And so, but Joseph was there as a kingdom agent. Yes. Planted there at the right time, at the right place to actually interpret those dreams. So the dreams are going to come to those least we expect it, but it is our God-given duty to pray for the Pharaohs of, of our land and, and of our, maybe even your workplace. That's right. And so, you know, I'm, I, I think about, when I think about the power of prayer, I think about James 5.16, and it says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Listen, this isn't just empty words. When you're praying, this isn't just empty words that you're throwing up and hoping somebody's listening. It's, it's, it says there, it's effective. It's powerful. And we're righteous in Christ. And if, and if we are righteous in Christ, our prayers are powerful and effective. Amen. So righteousness meaning, that's a big word, but that's just meaning right standing. And because of what, if you say, if you say yes to him, you're in right standing with God. So our prayers aren't answered because we do good things or because we worked for it or earned it. It's, it's out of our, our relationship with, with God. Amen. So, um, you know, I'm, I think about Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says, "If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I'll heal their land." And that is really what the National Day of Prayer is all about. That's exactly right, Dina. So, yeah, Second Chronicles seven fourteen is truly one of National Day of Prayers. Uh, if you will, anchors. Because as a people, as a people who are called by our Father in Heaven's name, if we will humble ourselves, Mm. and that's not usually the case anymore. We are a prideful nation. Um, And so to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek His face and turn from our wicked ways... The exciting, the good news is he does hear. Yeah. He does hear from heaven. He does forgive our sin. And he does heal our land. Yeah. And I have many, many testimonies of that uh, in different countries where that has occurred. Yeah. And it's, so it's exciting. Uh, it's not just a catchy little phrase right. from Scripture. Right. It's a truism. Right. And transformation of the world around us begins with the transformation from within us. Amen. And so we're going to be coming back after these messages, and we're going to be diving into some more topics around prayer and how prayer can actually change God's mind. Um, so just stick with us, and we will be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Pastor Nevin from the Launchpad, and we want to remind you that the National Day of Prayer is coming right around the corner. May 5th this year, which is the first Thursday of May every year, is the National Day of Prayer. And we want to remind you that you can be part of this, and it's going to be held at Messenger Chapel at 901 Southwesterly Road in Payson, Arizona. And it's going to be from 12 to 1 o'clock on that day. And we encourage you to come out on your lunch hour and to be part of a prayer movement that will shift the nation. Thank you and God bless. Welcome back to the launch pad. I'm Pastor Nevin. I'm here with my beautiful bride, Pastor Dina. We've been talking about prayer with our special guest, Jan Durst. She is the Gila County Director of the National Day of Prayer. And so we're just excited that you've come back. If you're a return listener and if you've just come and join us, we're talking about prayer and the power of prayer. And, and Jan, tell me, does prayer 
really change God's mind. Absolutely. Um, scripture conveys that in many, many places. Um, first one is Genesis 18, where Abraham, Abram convinces God to lower the required <laughs> number of righteous people needed in order to spare Sodom and Gomorrah. And righteous people. God had just, um, he is so awesome in the way that he does that. He went from 50 to 40 to 30 to 20, and then to 10. Right. And so knowing we can change God's mind makes us responsible to change yeah. God's mind. And and it gives us the power and the effectiveness to know we can change God's mind. I mean, obviously, in this instance, in this situation, he, he changed it at least three or four times. So, And another example I, I have to think about is Exodus 33. Um, and you can look this up in your own time for, for time's sake. We're not going to go there. But, you know, Moses convinces God to go with, with, um, to go home to the promised land. He convinces God to, to let him, you know, to, to do that. And, and Luke 18 talks about the widow who was persistent and got what she wanted. I mean, we can see all through the, through, through the scripture where prayer actually did change, um, God's mind. And hungry people, don't quite don't they don't quit until they're fed <laughs> you know and that is so true and what comes to mind dina is the scripture that says ask knock mm. and seek yeah and so that doesn't mean just once i right. know with your son if he wanted an ice cream yeah. he's not going to ask just once <laughs> right right <laughs> he's going to keep asking right. knocking and seeking right. until he Absolutely. can get that and on the receiving end of that as a good daddy or as a good mommy i want to fulfill those wishes maybe i don't want to fulfill them on the first on the first ask but you know we'll, we'll just see how that works right right <laughs> when i'm standing in the grocery store line and he's asking I'll, I'll remember this this segment of power of prayer but you know it changes our circumstances as well prayer changes our circumstances i mean when we think about peter who was in prison and and he's and he's praying and i believe it even says he's praising and he's worshiping yes. and suddenly so when you pray look for the suddenlies in your life to happen i mean the the prison there was an earthquake and really what that tells me is god was responding to his voice he was yeah. responding to to what peter was saying if peter would have just been sitting there man i can't believe i'm locked up in here again <laughs> i mean a very different outcome in in that situation in changing our our circumstances and that's true you know prayer is not just a humble solemn oh lord you know <laughs> it, it's not that type of prayer it's exciting exactly. where they were praising god in yeah. advance because they know who their God is and who and what he is able to do. So that is only one type of prayer. Praise. Right. Praise him for who he is. Right. And, and something comes to my mind is a lot of my talking, we live in the, the rim country, so we have a long commute into the valley if we have, and, and I'm, a, I'm the kind of person that has a lot to do in the valley. For whatever reason, I end up commuting quite a bit. And so it's simply, prayer for me is simply speaking to God like I would if he was the passenger in my car. Um, just talking to him and, and receiving when, when I get thoughts during that prayer, I, f I consider that a receiving from God. Okay. And he'll give me strategies. He'll give me opportunity to, f to fix some things I might have messed up. Or he'll give me wisdom in, in a direction that I want to go. But it's a matter of just having a conversation. I think what a lot of times will, will intimidate people 
about prayer is they think it needs to be the King James Version, Correct. which is thou and thee, you know, and, and all this very proper way. And, and I've had testimony of people that, new believers that have, maybe were in, they were in a doctor's office and there was something going on and, and they decided, they were brand new, and they decided just to lay hands on the IV bag and just say, God, this is going to not affect me adversely or whatever. And um, that was their prayer. And so afterwards, they come to me. They, I probably didn't do it right, but I, I assured them that it's nothing more than just knowing that you were talking to God and having faith that that is what, it was, what, was, what was happening. Yeah, and that brings us to uh, something we want to talk about, and that is prayer paves the way for the power of for the kingdom to come. You know, when you think about the Lord's Prayer, I remember several years ago when I first saw this, I mean, it's it's been about six, seven years ago, where, you know, the Lord's Prayer, where he was teaching his disciples to pray, and he says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, for years, I didn't understand that. But when you really think about that last phrase, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So is there sickness in heaven? No. No. Is there lack in heaven? No. No. Is there sadness? No. So actually what he's teaching us here is that he actually wants heaven to come down and invade earth right here. You don't have to wait for eternity to experience heavenly goods right <laughs> you don't you don't have to wait you don't have to wait for that and i mean one of the core values of prayer if you stop and think about this is when i pray he comes and when he comes he does good things because he's a good god in a good mood god's not sitting up there waiting to smack you over the head he is waiting there just like my son i'm waiting for my kids to talk to me to ask me for things so that i can give them good things and sometimes god doesn't give you things we're not going to get into that this morning but you know maybe just keep asking keep praying keep keep persevering keep keep going after those things that are that's in your heart and may I add to that, because you're absolutely right, it is a heart, it is a personal relationship, a living, mm. loving relationship with our Redeemer, yeah. our Savior, and our very best friend. And so in that, there are many opportunities just to come. And another avenue of prayer is just a silent prayer. Sometimes yeah. you don't even have That's to right. say a thing. Because when you're with your husband, mm. if you don't even talk, you know. That yep. you're in each other's presence, yep. and you know that you're on the same page. That's it's right. just that relationship. That's right. So I want to encourage our listeners this morning. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your quest to God. You know, if you have anxiety, just give it to God. He wants mm-hmm. to take that. You know, Let's declare heaven on earth. That's really what the Lord's Prayer is all about. A declaration of heaven coming to earth. That's what the National Day of Prayer is all about. Um, Prayer establishes His presence here and now. If you're feeling anxious, invite His peace to come in. If you're driving down the road listening and you've got fear, invite heaven to come in and just let Him saturate that place. And so we want to remind everyone, um, we, we just appreciate having Jan here as our guest, as, as the coordinator with uh, the Gila County National Day of Prayer. Um, we just want to 
to thank you for coming in. And we just want to remind all of our listeners, the National Day of Prayer will be on May 5th, which is a Thursday, and they plan that over lunch hour. So you can come join us, joining, join us at... Um, 901 Southwesterly Road, which is in Messenger's Chapel, from noon to one, um, and we'd lo- we'd love to have them there, right, Jan? That's right. Thank you so much. And I also remember remind everybody that that is Cinco de Mayo, and since we're in south we're, we're in southwestern uh, United States, Cinco de Mayo is a, is a big thing, and so we're going to say come and let's have a fiesta. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So I just want to thank everyone for coming and joining us. Thanks so much for joining us on Launchpad. We are here to launch you into your destiny. And we want to remind you that you can always join us at Church for the Nations every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. And we meet at Messenger Chapel, 901 Southwesterly Road. We look forward to meeting you. And just know that the family of God is ready and waiting to to uh, welcome you with open arms. And we want to remind you that we are better, better together. together.